Those that tell me them and pay Sadiq tests. Pay Sadiq tests. The Rebbe was discussing, he was talking about the Nyatik and Amidis, Bechlal, a common mistake that, that people make. The Rebbe says that, that anybody who's learning the Sefer until now has heard only the most positive and wonderful expectations that he has of each and every one of us, that we can grow and we become Hamish Big Tzadikim, and we have all of these wonderful qualities and kaishas and so on, all very, very uh, positive. And um, and on the other hand, on the other hand, the uh, the truth is that even though we've read this far in the Sefer, we learned this far, we're all very acutely aware of the most horrible midas and the most and the most um, disturbing machlus uh, and that are inside of us, and. It, it would seem to be some sort of a contradiction. Are we truly good or God forbid? Are we truly bad? And this and this is something which which every person struggles with. You tell me all these good things about who I am and Lamaisa, I don't see much good in myself. So so the this parak, this chapter, the Rebbe is is giving a basic introduction to the Indian of Bir Hamidas according to the Dakhabashamtav where where he explains that there's no question about it, that every single midorah that you have, that we have, everything that's negative about us, in its shirish, in its, in its higher source, in its higher root of the spheres of what it is, is holy and pure. Therefore, if a person is capable of, of being crazy in love with all kinds of stupid things, or wrong, wrong people, or wrong friends, or, or wrong music, or wrong books, or wrong whatever it is, People are mashugi in love with all kinds of crazy things. The etzim that comes from that comes from the 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 amazing capacity of a Jew to love, and it comes from the midas achesed. It comes from a very very deep place. It comes from something which is kodesh v'tar. The princess has has, uh, has fallen into you know the princess is in the, is in the palace of the sidracha, the other side, but it doesn't change the mitzvah that it's a princess. It's just a question of. You know what you do with the kayak of what, what do you do with that kayak of that, that ability that you have to love? Same thing when it comes to being afraid. So gvura is a gavaldigia thing, but you have people that are afraid of the shadow, they're afraid of the dark, they're afraid of heights, they're afraid of uh, Saddam Hussein, they're afraid of uh, whatever they're afraid of. They're afraid of this, they're afraid of that. They're all kinds of fears. They can't go to sleep at night. Everything frightens them. Everything is a scary thing. Or they're afraid of. They think that the whole life depends upon what their boss says. Arogai says moish makai. And whatever the boss says, this can, the boss is the one who's going to be convey what my life is all about. So, so the, the person has this fear of the boss. He has this fear. And all of these, all of these come from the basic cherish of, of, of Gvur. Gvur is a Gavaldiga thing. The Gvur that a person has comes from the spheres of Gvur, from the highest place of Gvur. And so does with all the meters, with the Ferris, a person's his powers. If a person, nowadays you have men. Men that use blow dryers and perfumes and cosmetics and all kinds of things, and uh, and uh, and um, they have this tremendous, tremendous need to be misfired where they used to be. That uh, the first time that my father saw somebody use a blow dryer was in the mikveh. My father, my father came back. He told me you wouldn't believe it. There's a there's a man that's having a that's having his hair done. He said like that, something like that. Because he only knows, you know, they used to put those big things on, like my mother, you know, you know what I'm talking about. The beauty parlor. So he said, my father said, in the mikveh there was a, there was a yid standing there, a boy, that he was drying his hair. My father couldn't believe it. So he was chayshed, what kind of person he is, you know, he didn't know what, what is that. And, 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 the, and, the, uh, and we, all the jokes that people make about how much, how much women care about how they look and how they dress and what they, you know, how they go, so you see, Kisari, you see that there are men that they have the, that the, that that they have this many many men that they that they as careful if not more mashuga with, the, with the, this shirt and this necktie and this coat this jacket everything has to be like this and like that and his paris then you have uh, I already was making fun of this a few weeks ago then you have the men that you have the men that uh, a, a wife can't buy a curtain she can't buy a towel without the man coming to the store and, and passing judgment. Or when she brings it home, then they have to wait for the for the for the bezin to decide whether or not this is a nice couch. 
So where does it come from, such a thing? It comes from the meat of his bars of ferrets, and so it is with appreciation for beauty, and it all depends what you do with it and where it goes. So, this, so that, that same person who, who's so nervous about the curtain, so he'll tell you, you know, give me a third, you're going to, you're going to this, go today picking up an asterisk. Any, anything in particular? Ah, yellow. <laughs> Yellow's fine. Yellow's fine. I don't like it, it's too green. Never learned the halachas of an asterisk, couldn't care less about it. Just get me something from this. Get me an asterisk. So say it says in Torah, it says by the Abramin and creates Hodas, it says, Gavald, do you think? They try to see that it should be so beautiful. See, this guy, he sits, he sits day and night looking at catalogs, how to make his house more beautiful, how to make himself more pretty. And then, and then when it comes to the asterisk, yeah, yeah, as long as it's yellow. So what does that mean? It means this me that his bar is, you know, he, he only can have a certain kind of a hotel room. He's got to have a, he has to see the mountain. He's got to have this. His wife's got to look like that. But an asterisk could be the ugliest asterisk in New York. It doesn't make a difference to him. So, so he, so then if you tell him Musa, so he says, I'm such a, I'm such a low life. I'm a manuvel. I'm a mushkas. I don't care about an asterisk. Look at me. Look how I do mitzvahs. The terrorist says, you, what do you mean? You have a very strong, a very strong need of teferis. You have a very strong need of his virus. You see that you want to look so good, and you're worried about how everything goes, and how everything looks, and should be just like this. Everything should be so much so that, no, that's a need of teferis, but you just, you know, you, 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 you're wasting it, you know, in, in Barney's or Mo Ginsburg or someplace, instead of, instead of in the, uh, in the swarm store, or, or by the, by the Abramin, and when they're selling the Abramin, they're using it in the wrong place. But it's the mid of Tferis, of Esparus, is a gewaldige thing. And so it is with all, when it comes to the mid of Netzach. Netzach is. So Netzach, that he has the ability, that he has the ability to overcome all obstacles, and he has the ability to overcome all Tavis, and all Yitzharim, and everything, the person can be, can be Menachseyach, Bimleches Hashem. And instead he uses, what, is, what does he use Netzach? He uses Netzach. He, 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 he's arguing with, he argues with his wife, he argues with a kid, he argues with this, uh, his work, he's arguing, he's, oh, he has to be Menachseyach. So it's the Midas HaNetzach, but the Midas HaNetzach is, is, the Midas HaNetzach is, is being used in, 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 uh, in the way that, that is an expression of the other side of the Sitrach. This is, so a person should never ever question the greatness of the, of, of his inner qualities. That's not the, that's not the Nakuda, that's not the point. There is greatness. The Shaila is, the Shaila is, and this is what the whole test of Hashem is about. The question is what, so what do you do with all of this? What do you do? And if you're not going to connect the Midas with the, with the essence of who you are, with the Kedusha of the Nesham of a Jew, so then, then all the Chesed, Gvut, Fes, and so on that you have is, God forbid, you, being used. You're using it in a way to, to bring you down, to bring, you, to bring yourself lower and lower. That's, that's the Messiah. So on the bottom of Sadiq test, he says, take a look at the Rambam. Which is brought in the, which is brought at the very beginning of Shulchan Aruch. The Rambam writes was brought in Shulchan Kshiyosim Ha'adam Elibai. When a person takes it to heart, a person thinks about how Shamelach Al-Gadol Ha'Kadosh Ha'Kadosh Baruch Hu Hashem Leich Halaris Kavodah Aymed Alav Eray B'Masav. When a person thinks deeply about this, how the Baruch Shalom, the entire world is filled with His glory, and 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 what and Hashem Baruch is watching over everything that you do. Hashem is Baruch is watching every single thing. As it says in Pasuk, where the Nabi says in the name of Hashem that if a person hides in the, in the, in the most fantastic hiding place, Hashem says, you think I, I don't see you? Hashem sees everything. So then the Rambam says, if you think about this, then immediately, immediately you'll have, you'll have tremendous, tremendous fear, tremendous year of achna and humility. The path of Hashem is Baruch Boshos and Menatamid. That you'll be, that you'll be in fear and that you'll be embarrassed to do anything wrong in the presence of Hashem. Ad Kam Lashen Hakadosh. So the Rebbe says, that's the Rambam. So the Rebbe says, Zehay Iker. This is the Iker. If you think about it, even when it comes to Tikkun Amidus, even when it comes to working on one's, when it comes to working on one's Midas, the Tikkun Amidus. So, so. If a person, if a person would think how every single thing that he's doing and everywhere that he, everywhere that he goes in this world, that he's standing in the presence of Hashem and Hashem's Baruch is, is watching everything, wouldn't that have a tremendous effect upon how we react to things? 
Every single person, even if he's even a person, let's say, who's in the middle of, of carrying on an act like a Meshuggah, but if somebody that you respect walks into the room, you could all of a sudden take, you know, you're all of a sudden careful. If somebody that you really respect walks in, so then you then 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 all of a, then you could have control over the meter. That's not even a question. You could have control over the meter. I'm not talking about even what a person does. That he wouldn't go to the wrong place or do the wrong things. When it comes to to, to the meters that one has, and a person thinks I can't, I've never been able to c- control my meters. It's not true. If somebody chashuv walks in, you can control your meters. If there's a chashuv person there. You would, you would, mamish in the middle of the anger, you'd be able to stop. If it's someone that you wanted to impress, if it's someone that who's, uh, who's impress, who's, who's, uh, if it's somebody whose respect you're trying to earn, you could stop in the, in the middle of a temper tantrum. Which normally you would say, I can't control myself. I just cannot stop myself from carrying on. I just can't control myself. It's not true. You can. You can. And if it's somebody that you, if it's somebody who for years and years and years you've been trying to convince that you're really good and you're, and you're and, and special and so on, you could stop in a second. That's why when people are going out, when the chasna kala are going out, or maybe before they're engaged, but when they're going out, so it's possible to be very nice and have good meters. That's the problem. And afterwards you find out. But like this, the chasna kala have gewaldig meters when they're going out. What do you mean? There's nothing to upset the person. There's nothing to cause to to, to cause one of your negative meters that you've been using your whole life to not to, to kill your parents, your teachers, your friends. But when it comes to the collar, you're able to. How are you able to? How are you able to hold? The terrorist is that you don't want her to find out before you're married. What kind of a lunatic you are? And that means a lot to you that she should think that you're really special. So all of a sudden, everybody else knows that you that that you're about Kaz and about Gaiv and about Taiva, and 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 this this poor innocent girl thinks that you're the biggest sadik in the world. So tell it. You know what? She's right. You are the biggest sadik in the world, and you can't control yourself. <clears throat> and the terror says, the terror says, Shavisa Shalmanagdisamit. When a, when a Jew lives with this thought that the Baruch Shalom is mamish here every single second and, and, and you really feel like the Tzaddik can feel you feel that respect and the, oh, and the desire to impress not in a phony way but the desire the desire to present yourself in the, in the best way then you wouldn't have to we wouldn't have to read all the Muslims for we'd be, we'd be mamish on best behavior for 120 years it's hard to believe everybody figures with a with a a chasna you know, a so a person can hold, can hold himself, he can go out a couple of times. That's why nowadays it's much harder. In, in, in certain circles, we have people going out for months and months and months, but by that time, they already know all the bad meters. Because then the guard, the guard is down. So that's the hard thing that a person already, when you live with someone for a long time, when you spend a lot of time with someone, you take for granted and you're no longer interested in impressing the person. But that's if one would think about how Shemes Baruch is Shavis Hashem and so then he would control his caste. We would we wouldn't uh, we wouldn't uh, have those those issues. So the Rambam says that a person who thinks about this, he would immediately become embarrassed and immediately become humble. The Zewa Ika the Rebbe says this is the Ika. Lo yira lo dama bekirbo. Every Jew every Jew inside of him has fear of God. But but what's ha- what's happening in his life is that that fear is asleep. The fear of God, of Hashem's Baruch, is asleep within him. The same way that a person, the person is afraid of the king, or he has respect for the king, but the king is far away. So he says, long live the king. You pay your taxes. You have to put up a picture. But it's not that it affects your behavior. It doesn't change your behavior. Why? Because the king is far away. And the, the king is far away, so he's not watching everything. He doesn't know that I'm doing this bad thing. He doesn't know what I'm looking at, what I'm thinking about, what I'm reading, what I'm, what I'm talking about. So therefore, even though if the king would all of a sudden pay him a surprise visit and walk into the room, 100% he'd, 100% he'd put things in order. On the second, on the spot, he'd be fine. But since the Rebbe says, since the way that a person lives is he believes in the king, but the king is far away. The king is far away. Would a person be able to talk in shul if he thought that the Rebbe is mamish watching, watching him and stating there? How could a person talk in shul if he thought that? Everything comes back to Shavis Hashem and That's why it's the first sim, the first sim in Shulchan Aruch. If you don't, if you believe in Shavis Hashem and you can't talk in shul. You wouldn't be able to talk in shul. It's not. It's not that the rabbi has to shushk and bang and scream and beg and cry and all thing and make campaigns and. Uh, 
<coughs> you wouldn't be able. How could a person do such a thing? But he's standing in a place which is which is a place which is filled which is filled with the shechina, and 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 your mom is driving the shechina away and throwing out the kaddish baruch Hu from the place, and all the tefillahs are being thrown to the sitrachah. If a person believed that. So he wouldn't be able to talk. You wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have to beg him to stop talking. You wouldn't have to have a, a, a no talking section or something. You just everybody would everybody would understand this. It's not shy to. It's not shy to insult the king. Now the Tzeret says, if you ask everybody who's talking in shul, do you believe in God? It's a hundred percent. You could talk about it during the evening even. <laughs> even if you like, you could even talk about it during. You could talk about the Yud Gimel Karm. There's a there's an area in shul you can get a discussion about the Yud Gimel Karm during the evening. <laughs> So you ask him during the don't you believe in Hashem? Do I believe in Hashem? What do you mean? I'm Moshe Nefesh Hashem. I believe in Him 100%. You know what I do? I do this, I do that. I'm 100% about Imam and Mimun Shleim. So Imam and Mimun Shleim. So how is it that you're standing here the whole time? How are we having this conversation right now? The Territ is, he believes in the king. But the king lives, the king lives in a different neighborhood. He believes in Hashem, but Hashem is someplace else. Not right, not right here. Like the Ramam says, that what? The Association of Storm, because the Navi says that, 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 that even if you're hiding, so a person thinks he can hide. And the craziest thing is that people hide the best in shuls. Shuls have become the best hiding place to hide from Hashem. Davke in the place where you're most exposed to Hashem. Davke is there. People are hiding and hiding and think they could they could get themselves some sort of uh, place in a corner where Hashem's world doesn't see. Hashem is far from them. So that's what the Rebbe say. There is a thing a person intellectually knows. Yeah, the king exists, and, he, and the king is there far away. He knows that you have to be afraid of the king. He'll say, are you kidding? I'm not messing with him. I know that the king could make me or break me. I understand that the king could... Uh, I understand that it's up to that it's up to the uh, that it. I understand that it's up to the king whether I live or whether I die, whether I have panos. I don't have panos. I understand that. I'm not going to mess with him. And and if he's and if he's right here watching me, I, I I'll be very very careful. Just like the way the guy feels about the kala, that if I'm going to if I'm going to botch up and if she sees that I'm a balkas, so she's going to break up the engagement, and I don't want that to happen. I want to marry this girl. So a person a person understands. People are not people are, 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 not, are not stupid. Hashem Hashem doesn't. The point of Yus Hashem of Gvura Yus Hashem is not just that the king is far away, and I understand intellectually that there could be a problem if he catches me. But it's not a shaila if he catches you. We're so used to thinking about that, like principals and teachers and parents. That there's this, we have this idea that it, that it works. That it works. Oh, one out of ten times they catch you. If you if you're if you're like a little bit of a numbskull, it'll be like three out of ten times. But usually we get away with stuff. A person thinks nobody saw me. I went to this place. I read this book. I looked at this thing. I went here. I looked at this. I saw this picture. I was I was looking at this individual. Nobody saw me. I got away with it. There you go. You see, I came home. I said, Krishna, we get shluchim. I'm fine. So you have this way of thinking. And the Mela, so you see that it's possible in Yisrael, it's possible to hide. And we don't feel the presence, we don't feel the Shavisi, the Shavisi. <coughs> I was driving, I was driving last week with a Chavar, we were going to there's a there's another, there's a town, which I didn't recognize, and I asked my friend, what's this place called? So there's a yeshuv, there's a, a, a town, it's called Shilat. You know what I'm talking about? It's called Shilat. It's not far from Hashemunah, from, from that place, Shilat. So I said, is this, this is it a from place? Is this, is it a yeshuv of Torah Mitzvahs? So I said, no, mostly it's a Chiloni area. So I said, you know what, you know what Shilat means? Shilat means Shivisa Hashem, the Nagvi Sami. That's what, the, that's what the word means, Shilat. Shin Yud Lamet Saf means Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Samet. So here you have you have thirty thousand Jews. They should all of them be well, and they're living in a town. And the name of the town is Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Samet. Isn't that isn't that amazing? We live in Woodmere. <laughs> <laughs> Woodmere Lawrence is Nashkai. It was in Shilas. Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Samet. The is that we think we live in Woodmere. 
And we think it lives in Lawrence. We think it lives in Farakway. That means we live in Shavisa Shamanabiasam. That's the true place where the Jew lives. And I was thinking about this the whole time. She left. These are people who don't even know. They think it's they think it maybe it's the name of a prime minister that they missed somewhere along the line. You know, uh, it is. <laughs> so Shavisa Shamanabisamid. Shavisa Shamanabisamid. So this is what the Bible. This is what it means to. This is what it means Yiras Hashem. Not not a year. Yiras Hashem doesn't mean that God lives someplace far away. It means it means that that Hashemet Alav Veroyes Master, like the Rambam says, Hashemet Alav. He's standing mamish upon you, and he's watching. Then, if you think about that, the Rebbe says, "Kuli is Dazeya." You begin to tremble. And, and, and and your bones start to knock one against the other, and you kind of and you become humbled and mamish bottle in the presence of Hashem's glory that's before you. This is the pshat of reality. This is, this is, the Rebbe's not saying there's a Rambam. The, the Rebbe's not saying some sort of a drush. This is the pshat of what it means to be a year. This is the side how you say this of being a Jew. The Yerikazu. This type of year is not weak and dim. And it doesn't become eliminated or pushed away in the face of any Ratsan and Taiva Gufanis. You understand that if a person, that, that, that a person is so, it's so sad. Because you take this person that's talking in shul and you say, "Do you believe in God?" One hundred percent believe in God. Do you believe that it's against Allah to talk? So say, I, "Well, I, I understand in certain uh, situations." I mean, uh, unless the guy uh, you know, doesn't know anything, but still, the person knows he's not allowed to talk. So, why are you talking? So, okay, I tell you, I have a taiva, have a taiva, and it's the same thing when it comes to all taivas. So, h- how is it possible then? That a taiva is able to be stronger than one's Yerush Hashem, it's only because the Yerush Hashem is very weak. It's because the king is far away. And therefore, any little taiva that comes along can push her. How is it possible that a Jew is Yerush Hashem? He gets up in the morning, he puts on towels and film, he might even go to the mikveh, he goes to work, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and a pretty girl walks by and she's not dressed so nicely, and the guy's married. His, his eyes are going to the. His eyes are going out of Tiyul. And how is that possible? How could it be such a thing? And he asked him, do you believe in about 100%? He went to the mikveh. He, he, he puts on Talsam Tzvillin. And he, and he put his heart into Dav. And he tries to understand. And he, and he, and he looks at the, at the Tfilis. And he's working on himself. So how is it possible that he chapped the Taiva like that? So we understand that the Tarot says that the year is Hashem is Chalusha and Kalusha. That the year is so, it's so dim. It's so weak. That when any little Taiva comes along, so then, then, then the, then the Shilat, is 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 finished. She says like the summit is 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 gone, and all there is is that taiva, and and for and for a, and for a second that a person should look at the wrong thing, he's prepared to be to, to give up to give up the Baruch Shalom, and 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 it's 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 only because it's only because the the era is so is so in, in its expression, again how it enters into this world and how it's being used in this world is so weak. But could you imagine? Let's uh, let's talk about this scene. You haven't had a job for six months, Hashem and your wife is going crazy. The kids don't have. You can't pay tuitions. It's a fair look. And you're going on this. You're going on this interview of a lifetime. You got a call. The most chosh of a firm in the city, the biggest salary, the most the benefits, right? And you have this interview. And this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. You go into you go into this beautiful, beautiful office. You sit down there, and you're speaking to the obvious. Obviously, you're speaking to the to the Rosh Kaldanayagoyla, the guy that's in charge. The what do they call the uh, CEO? Yeah, the guy in charge. You're talking to him. You're talking to this guy, and and he's and he's asking you about your, your past, your kaiches, what you could do, and so on. This is it. This is it. You haven't paid tuition. You haven't had a decent Shabbos meal. You had. You, ha- you haven't fresh like a fullback in ages. <laughs> so I took that test as well, by the way. So, so now what happens like this? You're talking to the boss, right? You're talking to this guy, the most powerful guy in the place. And there's a girl walking around. You say, "Sir, can you excuse me for a moment? I have to look. I have to look over there. I can't talk to you right now. There's something very interesting over there. I need to. I need to. If you don't mind, just for just for a second. You have to be the craziest guy. You have to be crazy. They throw you out of the place and you be crazy. So you understand that you have the ability to have Yira. And, you, and that Yira, when it's strong, that Yira when it's strong is not only, not only would you never say such a thing, 
excuse me, so I have to I have to just turn away from you for a second. Is I don't mean to be impolite because there's a pretty young lady over there in the office. The year is not only that you wouldn't have to say, you would never even no, you wouldn't even notice the girl. You wouldn't even notice the girl because why? Because you're so cushion to this year of what of shivisi habos lenegdi, right? That, that your whole life is your whole life is in the hands of this person. That you wouldn't have a taiva. It's not like you had to say, oh, I don't know why otherwise. In, in your head, should I look at him? Or should I try to look there? I don't know what to do. I don't know. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Oh no, she's leaving. She's leaving. You wouldn't have such a a taiva. Because the year that you have is so strong in the presence of the boss or the potential boss that, it, that, it's a, that it's a gelacht. It's a joke. It's not even something that's you don't even think about it. You don't even see the girl. So, can you imagine? That's how Tzadikim live with Hashem's bar. 120 years. That's how, that's how, that's how a person can live with Hashem. When the year, when the Shivisi is like that, he lives in such a way. It's amazing. That, it, that it's not something that, it's not something that, that every single time it has to be a diyun like this or like that. It's Shivisi Hashem and Ebi but if not, if the Rebbe says, then then if it's weak, then it's pushed away. And it's misbattle. Any any type of that comes along. You have a type of talk. You have a type of the talk. You have a type of the talk. You want to, you know, to, you want, something that's uh, it's not such a big deal, but you want to talk. You, you haven't seen your friend in a week, and you want to talk. And, and because of that desire to share a little information with you, with, with the Chavah, you're prepared to, you're prepared to, push, to push what? Your Hashem away. And sure, you push it away. It doesn't make a difference. It makes a talk. And then you come up with all kinds of crazy explanations of why it's allowed, and it's like this, and like that, and so on. But the emphasis is, this, because of what's missing, it should be such a this moment. And can you imagine if Hashem's Baruch would walk into the shul? If Mashiach, Sekeinu, Vanavi would walk into the shul, everybody would stop the conversation, dead in his tracks, right? The conversation would stop. So, that, so he is there. Hashem's Baruch is there. But the, but the Amun is, is, is weak, and therefore the era, the, the fear, and the awe, and the respect... Is chalusha and klusha. It's very, very weak. That's why he says, "Lesidocha, lesidocha, And the Rebbe says, "Not only that, it's true that could be like let's say after davening, whatever it is, that the year of Hashem becomes a little bit weakened because you're at work and you're involved, you're busy with different things. So the year is not so revealed within you." But imrach yiskum and apachet, v'zazu But still, if a person even remembers, he thinks about how two hours ago I was in shul, but two hours ago I, I felt that yira and how I was trembling in the presence of Hashem, then that could work even now. He would be able to he'd be able to run away and distance himself from any slightest possibility of an avera. Even a taiva that's permitted, but it's the opposite of Ratsan Hashem. Even something which is permitted to eat is permitted, but to, but to, to overdo it. It's, it's not the Ratsan Hashem that a, per, that a person should indulge too much and overeat and so on and be a chazer. It's not the Ratsan Hashem. So by remembering, by remembering the experience of Yira that he had, by remembering that experience of Yira, so even now it would keep him from doing the wrong thing. I was talking to somebody yesterday who said to me, there's a very chosh of a woman was telling me that because when she was a child, she was she lived in a certain neighborhood, and in that neighborhood, in that neighborhood she was she was mugged, she was beaten in that neighborhood. She can't go back to that place. She probably can't go back to that place. But shum oifen she won't go back to that place, and it's a problem because this is a Jewish neighborhood and the mishpacha. She can't go to that place because of this, because of the year that she wants. She remembers, and we know that people have things like this that they that they're afraid of something that they that because of that thing that that they have a fear. Again, this is a very destructive and negative thing, but because of something that they, that happened that frightened them thirty, forty, fifty years ago, they have such a strong uh, a strong recollection of that fear and of what happened and of the. And, uh, uh, of the experience that that even now that they can't go to, they they can't be involved in that place or to go there and so on. 
So it's possible that even though the person now is a little bit, he's busy at work and he's doing different things in Mimela, the year is not so is not so strong in his mind. But but the memory of the experience can be enough to prevent him from. All right, he won't be trembling. He's able to. He's at work and he's talking and so on. But it's enough to prevent him from doing an avera. Or even to, or even to indulge in some taiva that's permitted, but it's not the rotsnasha. The mistakal bekirva, if a person looks within himself, the yira, and he sees that he did some sort of either an action or he said something, or he thought something which was which was wrong, which was a chayit. Ashaholach bottle, or he He didn't do an avera, but he's he's battling. He's he's doing nothing. He's just battling. He's wasting his time. She is and that boredom and that emptiness is the is the root of all of errors. Then if he even if he thinks about it, he becomes upset and angry with himself. This person who has Yos Hashem is angry with himself. Maybe we can go down to the to the Hebrew. What did I do? What did I do against the Ratzon Hashem? Not that he is. But that he's think, he can't help himself and have these terrible thoughts. I'm, 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 worse, I'm, I'm worse than any Peshe. I'm worse than any person, any, 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 uh, virus. Rabbi Shalom Mechali. You want, you, you want to ask Rabbi Shalom Mechila. Hinnin Mechabal Aliyasi, Lias Yehudi Bechal Nafshi. And you would think to yourself, I'm a Kabbal for myself to be a Yid. With all of my, with, with all of my heart and soul to be a Jew. And again, a person can understand that. If, if, if the Chazan slips up with a Kala, and, he's, and, he, and he says something which is terrible, and, and, and she's looking at him like, I thought I knew you, I'm not so sure that I know you anymore. Wouldn't that person feel totally tzibrochen, even though, even though it, might be, it, it, it's not, it might be that it's not such a major, major thing that went wrong? But if, but if he knew that the Kala looked at him a different way and was wondering, yeah, I thought he was such a nice guy. And I don't think he's, I saw that there's this other side to him, and then she would say, you know, I want to tell you something. Uh, I thought you, I thought you, I thought you're a certain type of person, and I, and I realize I'm a little bit. I have to tell you, I have to admit to you, and maybe we should break up a little bit. We should put off the wedding. You know how the person will start crying and begging to say, no, 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 no. I, 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 Bemis, Bemis, what I did was terrible. I won't do it again, and give me another chance. And and I want to be a good husband. And I'll, and I'll show you. I'll prove to you that I could be a good husband. You know. <clears throat> from that, that's only emotional. Of course, the love that a person has for a chasna kala, the love that a person has, a parent for a child, that a child for a parent, all of that is only emotional of how we should love our Shabbos book. And how we should, and how should we should be concerned, and we should have years Hashem. We should have years Hashem. How desperately a, a, a parent is afraid that the child should find out something bad about him. Right? That a parent doesn't want that. A parent is, a parent would be devastated. Imagine if a parent, if a kid got hold of like you know some pictures and some film from the from the uh, pre Yerushalayim period. <laughs> so, so you know that the the, the parents the, the, and the kid would come and say, "Hey, Daddy, I thought you're such Yerushalayim and all of this. What, what's going on?" So if you if you if you were brought up totally not religious, so you could say, oh, "Listen, look at the uncle. You know, you know that Daddy wasn't from a religious home, and I and I wasn't taught, and so on." That, that you can get away with, but what, what if he says, what, what are you talking about? I heard you graduated from uh, Torah Tamimu with honors. You know, so that's what. <laughs> you know, you didn't even go to yeshiva, you didn't, what, are you, what are you talking about? And then you tell me that I should be a good boy, yeah? So we don't want the kids to find this stuff out. We don't want the kids to know what we're thinking about. It. We don't want the kids to know about how we weren't always so nice to, to this person and that person. We don't want the kids to know that. We, we spend most of our lives with the major cover-ups. <clears throat> So that's only a marshal, a marshal of what, of what it means to, to be concerned with Hashem's, with what Hashem sees in our lives. And what Hashem, it's only a marshal. It's a marshal, it's a very little bit, a little marshal. That's why it says in the Swamagadashim that you see that the tzaddikim, that when it comes to all things of this world, that the tzaddik, that when it comes, that when it comes to all loves of this world, love of food and love uh, all different loves that the tzaddik is misgaver and he eliminates from his life all of these these loves when it comes to the love of a, a, of a of a child when it comes to the love of a, of a wife so that you see that the tzaddik can leave that in the world even though they have the kach to a tzaddik could, could do whatever he wants but that love 
is something which remains intact. Why? Because as we learned once, I spoke about Shabbos Agadah two years ago, because that's the meaning of Sheyashim, is that, is that that capacity to love and that concern not to do the wrong thing and to be seen in the wrong light is the most powerful, powerful marshal of how we should serve Hashem. And Sheyashim is all the marshal of how we should love Hashem. And, and, and Kahalas is a marshal of how we should fear Hashem, and so it is. So therefore, Hashem is Baruch left in our lives, gave us in our lives this union of children and, and, and marriage and so on, so that we should have a taste of what's the uh, of the nimshul, of the nimshul, which is a havas Hashem, which is yiras Hashem. Just a little bit of a taste that comes from the love of a child and the fear that the child shouldn't see me doing something wrong, that the child shouldn't catch me losing, and and, and how losing my temper, and how after let's say after a parent, God forbid, yells at the kid and, and humiliates the kid and puts the kid down and so on, that the parent the parent goes to sleep sabrach and thinking. Uh, I love to do that again, and, 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 I, and I'm a couple upon myself to be a better parent. So, that's only a marshal of how a person should feel after he did an Avera. A person did an Avera with Hashem's Baruch, that he should go to sleep feeling, I want to be a couple upon myself to be a better Jew. It's only a marshal of how you mistreated your kid. It's only a marshal, a marshal. The Nimshal is Hashem's Baruch. The Nimshal is Hashem. The nimshul is a Yiddishkeit. That's the that's the nimshul, and 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 how that would change the way that we live and the way that we talk and the way that we act. Therebi continues and Kuf Aleph Hein Heina Hamidus Shabano. Therebi says certainly you've seen how you understand that the that the midas that the midas that are inside of us that the midas Shabano Sviris Al Yainis Hein. That the Midas are spheres of Yairus, the most exalted spheres. Shenim Shekhubanu, that have been drawn into, to, all the way from the highest, highest worlds, has been into us. Chesed, Gvut, Tiferes, that's all in our in us. And how we have to be upset and worried about these, 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 these Heichalas of Kedusha, these holy sanctuaries. That have that have been destroyed within us, meaning the sphere of chesed. When a person loves the wrong thing, it's a terrible, terrible. It's a terrible mitzvah that that the midah of chesed, which is so holy, it comes from the sphere of chesed. That that midah of chesed has been destroyed within you. That the midah of chesed is in a, is in a state of ruins. And these great shining lights that are within us. Been, have been have been ruined, have been ruined, because we're using it for the wrong things. We're using them, the, we're using them, the spheres for the wrong things. But these are all spheres alyanus. And that very same love that Hashem has drawn into our into our into our souls, from what from the holiest place. Why did Hashem give us that midas achesed? Why did he draw from the sphere of Chesed, which is from the highest world, and and give us this gift that's called what the Midas Chesed? He gave it to us that we should be able to love him, and we should serve him. And with the Midas of Chesed, we should make ourselves into angels of God. And what do we do with the Midas HaChesed that Hashem gave us to love Him and to serve Him? We love Shtusim. We love all kinds of silly things, all kinds of Narishkai. We love all, all the things that... Things, Shtus is a halbutzer, things that are that are, that are also, things that are forbidden. Shtus, a person that a person is you know, in love with, a, with a, a, a football player or a team or something, that's a Shtus. To me, love with a... Uh, to have a, a tremendous uh, admiration for something like that. that that's that, that is a that's a shtus, But then a person's it's not a veir. But then there's the ahava for things that are that are forbidden. There's a ahava for things that are forbidden. A person instead of uh, instead of waiting the whole day that he should have the opportunity to sit in front of a gemara, to sit in front of a sefer, he's waiting the whole day that he should be able to sit in front of a television. 
And it's all this shtoike because the entire day is f- that I'll finally be able to be free from work and to finish up with all my customers and all my clients and everything else and my papers. And I'll be able to sit down and watch, you know, go to, go to a blockbuster video and to take out a good video and to watch with my loved ones to watch, a, a, you know, a, a good movie. It's the whole stoikus of the person is is what shtusim havalu, and 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 that he has the whole ahava is what that's all he looks forward to. And if you tell him, if you tell him, hey, you know tonight, so he was thinking he's going to blockbuster to take out this this uh, this this video he's been waiting to see, and it was in the movies he couldn't get because there's a certain din that until it's finished in the movies, you can't you can't get it from the video store. So finally he heard that now it's available. So you hear the, the idiots you hear, hear on the radio how they line up like for like a week or something to get some video. Like the same way that they line up, I heard there's some movie that came out, some some movie that came out over the last few days. I don't remember what it was, but they said on the, on the radio that they were interviewing people on, on the radio that they were standing in line for you know standing in line for a couple of days waiting to get into some to some movie. So if you tell the person, oh you 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 pl- you're going to go get that movie, don't forget we have that shia tonight. Uh oh, what happened? Now we have a problem. Now we have a problem. Because she have enough, she because she will to see you. So now there's a problem. It's a steer. So a person at those moments of life has to, he, he discovers whether or not he loves whether or not he loves the Vaishnava. He loves or he loves himself, <coughs> or he loves you know uh, he loves the, the the movie, and and it's a hard thing to come to terms with. So that's what the Rebbe is saying, is that that we took this meat of Chesed, which is love, the ability to love. And 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 which Hashem's will gave us for the purpose of loving Him and serving Him and loving Torah and loving loving other Jews and so on. Hava, hava. And and instead, there the person is. It's eleven o'clock at night, and he's and he and he's sitting there watching some you know, some idiotic movie that's filled with 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 well, that's not right. He's, he's he's looking forward the whole week that Sunday he'll be able to watch the football game. That's his shuka the whole week. You're off Sunday, so if you're off Sunday, you can go to this medrash and sit and learn for three, four hours. You're off Sunday. So everybody says, no, the wife, the wife, the wife. Even people who aren't married say that. <laughs> this is the radio thing. It's called the wife. What can I do? What can I do? You, think, you don't think I'd like to learn? You don't think that's the greatest thing in my life? There's nothing in the world I'd rather do than sit and learn. I'm so jealous of all these shiva bachim. That's all I want to do. What can I do? It's the wife. The wife, the kids. The person has two, three hours on a Sunday. And, and and if it's the Super Bowl, he'll make time. And if it's a chosh of a game, even if it's a playoff, or it's the playoff before the playoff before the playoff, <laughs> so the person has time. He'll be able to he'll be able to to make time two three hours. Not only he'll watch the football game. He'll, there's a there's the pre there's the hachanis there's the hachanis before the game. There's the pre game. There's the hachanis. And I remember when I was a kid, they used to have on they used to have on Sunday before the was it before the game or no, after the game. They had like they had the highlights. They had the highlights, like, like they, and they show like clipping small. So there's there's the there's the hachanis before. So like it says in the Gemara that the chassidim mishan they would prepare for diving an hour before, and then they have to, another hour after. So then they have the pregame show this before, and then after the game they have, we have to be masakim, we have to have a chazor. So then they said, so person that that between the pregame, the game, and the postgame, it must be a chefs of three hours, no? Five hours. So you see, that's a lot of time. So a person, a person's, a, a, a person's able to to make time five hours for something that he loves, for something that he loves. And the kids don't get it because the, because the kid, the kid says, "Daddy, could you help me with my homework?" You know, I'm very busy today. It's just five minutes. I just have to have like you know, one math page. Did you ask mommy? One math page. One, one you know, mommy's uh, mommy's giving the baby a bath. The baby could uh, the baby could bathe himself. <laughs> Statistics show that it's like thirty percent survive. But daddy, daddy's uh, busy. Daddy's busy. You don't have time for uh, you don't have time for a couple minutes. Maybe uh, we have a few minutes to throw a ball around with me a little bit. We go a whole lot like this, and then when we're, then when we become ready, uh, when we become old, and we look back and say, "How did I do that? What did I do? Was I'm like crazy? I didn't have a few minutes." And the same person doesn't have ten minutes to do homework. He could find five hours to sit pre, post, middle, everything, and he could sit a whole day wasting what on shtus and havol, shtus and there's something that he likes to do. When the midas chesed is, when something appeals to the midas chesed, he'll do it. He'll find the time to do it. So a kid, a kid understands that. Uh, 
I mean, it's a hard thing to say a sentence like this. And I, you, uh, excuse me, a kid understands that he doesn't love me, or he loves me, but he he loves something else more than me. Kids are not stupid. I mean, uh, not from one game. You know, kids will be Michael. You know that. Uh, but if, if, if a person goes like that, can say that in his life, that for every stus, every narshkat, he has time. The kid sees that his father has time to have conversations on the phone. He doesn't know. You tell him this for business. The kid doesn't know. He sees his father's on the phone. When he's home, he's on the phone for hours, and and he doesn't have time to talk to him. So what 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 maskana should the kid reach? What what should he think? So you try to get away with all kinds of excuses that that it's um. It's because of business. But the kid sees that you could talk to somebody, uh, you could talk to somebody as a friend, you have chaverim, you this and that, you get together, you socialize, whatever it is. And you could have at the Shabbos table, you could invite week after week. There could be, you could have three people, four people, you see yourself as Avram Avinu, because you have all these people over in your house. And you could have, and you could have uh, carry on schmoozing at the table until three, four o'clock in the afternoon, until it's time for Mincha Shabbos. And you didn't have one conversation with your kid. So what does it mean? What, what is the, what's the pshat? It's not the drush, it's not sod, it's not ram, it's pshat. The pshat is, the kid says, my father has the, my father has the time to talk to people, just not me. <coughs> just not me. He talks to everybody else, but he doesn't talk to me. And they don't think about that when they're little. They, they, might, they, they love having people around, they think it's kvaldic. They have all these people on the table, Shabbos is so much fun. And they have all these interesting things, and everybody's laughing, having a good time, and the kids come over playing. When they get older, then they're in therapy. Because what happened, how my father didn't have a minute for me. But for everybody else in the world, he has time. And and we go like this, day after day, year after year, even though it's so partial. It's so partial. And, and and we don't know how to turn ourselves around. So Hashem gave us the ability to love, and we don't know what to do with that love. And how that love has to be used when it comes to learning, when it comes to go to a Shia, when it comes to a Sunday, when it comes to go to Davin Tfilabitsi, when it comes to Havis Yisrael, to love another Yid. Every single time, it sounds crazy, but when a person, when a person, a person has a certain, was using all of his love, for the all of his love for other things for Narishkite, so he's he's left dry. When it comes to davening, when it comes to when it comes to friends and family, it dries him out. It dries him out. With the Ahava, with the Chesed, should be Ahava Yisrael, Ahava Yisrael. So you see somebody. You can see somebody that he has, he has posters of every mushkas on his wall, of every of every ball player and every actor, whatever it is, and he reads all the newspapers and magazines. He can't wait to hear about his favorite athlete. He can't wait, and it's so exciting to him. And 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 yet, when it comes to when it comes to his own family, when it comes to when it comes to yid, and stam to yid, he's always critical of other Jews. This person's not good. This person's not good. This person's not. A, he always has bad things to say. But if you tell him something negative about his team or about his player, he gets all upset. But he could stand there and Shulni could tell him, he could tell him Lashon Hara, Rechilas, Deraisa, and he's and not only is he able to hear, he's able to participate in it. But if you say that the Yankees stink or the Mets stink, he's ready to kill you. Where does Ahavas Yisrael? Where does it come as Ahavas Yisrael? Where does it come? What happened to Ahavas Yisrael? So the text says that the Ahavas Yisrael, he uses Ahavas Yisrael for uh, for whatever Emerson Boozer. <laughs> I don't know if you remember everything. Okay, that's a name from the past. No, no, it's not. It's not Kedai to look into. It's just it's a, it's a name from the past. So, so this is this is what happens to the. So this is where they have a. This is they have a. So everybody says Ben Yaakov, precious child. Since I've already said this to you, and I've said it, I've, I've repeated it. That's the main rabbi that you have to have in life. The one who's really going to be mechanic you, it's you yourself. If you're not going to take the reins, if you're not going to take over and be the captain of your own ship to, to direct and to control yourself, who knows if your ship is not going to crash and and and, and, and fall to pieces uh, on the stormy ocean? You can't depend upon somebody else to to drive the boat for you, to direct it, and to to navigate you through life. That's you. Yeah. Resin is the reins, like on a horse. So. So you know you 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 have 
and Memshol means control is biyadcha. The, the reins of, of control, it's in your hands. <coughs> to be a, a carbon, it means to be the captain of the boat, of the ship. And if you don't, and if you're not careful navigating the, the, yourself through life, who knows? If you're not going to get smashed and destroyed in the, in the ocean, because the ocean, he says, the because this world, the physical world, is 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 a storm. It's like being in an ocean. Naim Rabin of this world. With all the low, low sheifas that people have, and you're surrounded by people that have the lowest, you're surrounded by people that have the lowest sheifas, the lowest longings and desires. All of your, and at that time when you're surrounded by all these people that come with all these low sheifas, so then you, then the rebbe's that you had, even though they were good rebbe's, it's not going to help you at that moment. That's not going to save you at that moment. Therefore, the Rebbe says, we have to, I'm trying very, very hard that you should understand this, even according to your das and your age, even though you're young. Well, the Rebbe is writing the Sefer, of course, for Bacham. I want you to understand this. Even though Bacham could say, I don't see what the world is, not so terrible. I mean, a Bacham, you know, a Bacham in Warsaw, in those days, what's so terrible about the world? What's so terrible? Nowadays, it's not so hard, you know, we understand. But a Bach in those days, the Rebbe says, you'll see when you grow up and surrounded by Shifas and Taivas. And that's how it is. The Rebbe says that you think that you have all these terrible Midas inside of you. But the Rebbe says, but I want you to understand that the truth is that that they're beautiful lights. They're shining lights that are inside of you. All of your Midas. They're not disgusting. They're not bad. They're shining lights, but it's musan in the in the very essence of what they are. With spheres al yainis, and their and their spheres, the 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 spheres al yainis, shenetstam simu that have that these spheres al yainis have gone through the process of simsum constriction and concealment until they've ended up inside of your life. And why did the Bani Shalom do this? In order that you should be masakin your midas, and that you should be able to bring yourself to connect to the higher, pure midas that the Bani Shalom gave you. To restore them to the original Kedusha. To bring them back to, to bring them back to the original Kedusha. Because this is the beginning of every refuah, of all healing. To know where does the machla come from. You have to know where does the machla come from. Or else you're just dealing with, with symptoms. You're not dealing with the machla. To know where, the, where it comes from, what's the source and, what, and how it's hiding and so on. You have to know that. That's why when you learn, when you, when you read a lot of the, a lot of the later Muslims farm, the later Muslims form are giving unbelievable, accurate descriptions of the illness. Of the illness and all that's wrong with you. And you read page after page after page of these form, uh, and they're written by Tzaddikim and telling you that all that's wrong. But there's one thing that's being left out, is where does it come from? Where does it come from? And when we were growing up, it's the same thing. So you're being told, this is wrong with you, this is what's wrong, this is what's wrong, this is what's wrong, you're sick, you're sick, you're sick, you're sick, you have this machla, you have you have Balgaiv, you have Altaiv, you have Balkaz. You have all these sicknesses. And the person says, Amos, 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 I know. But you don't know where it comes from. And if you don't know where the Machla comes from, all you know is a million Chazals about how disgusting you are. Because all those farm have a million Chazals about what, about what a maneuver you are. And the, and the Rebbe has told you a thousand, a, a thousand uh, places in Shas and, 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 and in the Swarm. That, that describe you mamish 100% about all the machlas that you have. But if you don't know where, where it comes from, so then all you can do is your entire life you're going to try to fix up all these different symptoms and try to struggle with all these things and you don't know where it comes from. And if you don't know where the source of the machla is, you're not treating the illness, you're just treating the symptoms, so then so then, what's going to happen? I mean, you eventually come to the conclusion that you have no that, the, that it's terminal, and there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do about it. If you knew where it came from, and if you knew, and if you knew, especially if you knew that it all comes, that it all comes from from um, 
from the Sviyas Lyanis and, 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 and what does it mean to work on the Midas Ches, the Midas Gvur and so on, all those things. So a person could have a Tikkun. A person could have a Tikkun. There was a certain school of Musa, again, they were great Sadiqim, and, and, and this particular school of Musa was always talking about the greatness of men. So, so I, was very, I was very drawn to that. But, then, but the more that I was learning it, the more I realized that it was saying, the, it was talking about the potential greatness of men, but basically 95% of what it was about was how it's not you. It's not you. And, and okay, it's what you should be, it's what you could be, and so on. But, but as far as, as far as how a person sees himself and to know the shirish of who he is, without learning to understand what are the, what, what are the chlal, what are the spheres, what are the inner and who I, who, who, who am I? Instead of just some horrible, disgusting creature that's being told that man is so exalted and, and, and and has the capacity to be so exalted, but you, but you're not one of those. So that's it's something which is very very for certain people it works, and for many people it doesn't work. And in our generation in particular, it's very hard. It's very hard for that for that to work. It can it can help, and it could be a tremendous toilet if it's together with with an understanding of the of the cherish of who a person is. But very often, a lot of these farm are extremely extremely oversimplifying. And just talking about the, the sickness, the illness. And not discussing the Sharish. Because the Sharish is all in Sisrei Torah. The roots of all things, of course, are in Kabbalah. And there were people who were not studying the Kabbalah Swarm. And people who were intent on not, on not discussing any things that are pre Kabbalah. For, for whatever, that's, that, that's their own opinion. And as a result of that, they never learned. If they never learned those things, then, then, then in all due respect, there might be tremendous time in Kham that know all of Shas, but they don't know the illness. They don't understand the illness, and 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 therefore Reb Chaim Velozhna in Nefshachayim, you see, you know that Reb Chaim Velozhna, Reb Chaim Velozhna was the guy's biggest talmud. Reb Chaim Velozhna was a makubal nayrin, and and Nefshachayim, Reb Chaim Velozhna talks about what he said in Nefshachayim. Nefshachayim is like ninety percent the same as Tanya, right? Ninety <laughs> percent. So what happened at some point? Something happened. That's not, not this isn't this isn't history, but but. Without going into the shirish, without going to the shirish, so then, so then, without learning, without without sisrei without the, without Kabbalah, I'm not saying I'm not suggesting that a person that, that we all should learn Kabbalah, but if we at least learn from the Mekubalim, who are presenting in a way that, that people like us can understand. So take Rav Desla for instance. Rav Desla was a big Mekubal. Rav Desla was learning the Svarmakadoshim. Therefore, in Rav Desla's Svarm, you see that he's getting to the bottom of things. You see that he's talking about the shirish of things, not just uh, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. He's getting to the shirish of the thing, because of that, was learning, was learning the svaramakadoshim. He was connected to that, and and that's how it was with the nefshachayim and with the vilna gaon. You learn what you learn. You learn the vilna gaon's parish amishlei. If it wouldn't be the vilna gaon, it would be forbidden in all the yeshivas. <laughs> and they and they don't learn it in the yeshiva. Lumai said they don't learn it. Just some yichidim will learn it. But if you learn the vilna gaon's writings, what about his writings? The vilna gaon wrote much more on kabbal that he wrote on that he wrote on nigla. He wrote three times as much on Kabbalah that he wrote on Nigla. What about the Vilnagans parish and the Tikkun Azayah and the Tikkunim and the, the uh, Safed? It's nice. All the Vilnagans swarm. Unbelievable, unbelievable. The Aymek, the Aymek, the depth of the Vilnagans teachings. But you understand, the Vilnagans coming from Kabbalah. Everything was up in Kabbalah. Therefore, when you learn the Guardians parish and Mishra, you see. Sure, the, the guy is talking about what's wrong. He's talking about the Midas, but he's talking about the illness, not the symptoms. He discusses the symptoms also, but he says, but this is the illness. How did the Vilna know the illness? Because the Vilna Gon. The Vilna was, was in that place. But if you're not in that place, you just, you just, if you're just dealing with the symptoms, you could be a big genius. But, but if you don't know, then you, you still can't diagnose the illness. You just don't, you, ne, you, you never met it. You don't know the sherish, you don't know where it comes from. You don't study that, you don't learn that, you don't read it. How do you know it? It's not your fault. No one taught it to you. But it's not there. So a person, a person who grew up in yeshiva, and the Rebbe can be hacking you over the head about what's wrong with you. And there's nothing right with you. And there's nothing right. He doesn't know. And you say, if you say, this is who I am, you say, you're 100% this is who you are. You mean, this is who I am. I'm just, uh, I'm just this little bald guy for Baltai, for that's, that's exactly who you are. And, and, and if you don't fix yourself, you're going to get hand. So what do you do with that? So th- th- then you read sometimes. Sometimes they get in the mail like these. They, they send out these mail outs. And the, there's one particular guy that sends this stuff out. That, 
I'm always in this poll that uh, I, I just, it's hard for me to believe that, that any intelligent person would read this stuff. You, you walk around, you look at some of the, the things that's, that's out there, the English things, some of the things that are going. So it's again, I'll be putting down, putting down what's wrong and what's wrong and what's wrong. And well, not. Someone that never, that never, never uh, learned any of this pharmacization, never saw the Ma'ari or that the Rebbe's talking about, the light that's inside of a Jew, the lichtigkeit of a Yid, and the greatness of a Jew, and the sweetness of a Jew. And it's only this is this is this is not good, this is not good, that's not good, and the Taivas. Why shouldn't a person go for Taivas? He doesn't desire something more than his Taivas. Why shouldn't he run after his Taivas? If a person doesn't know the Sherish, he can't have a bigger Taivas than the Taivas that's in front of him. A person never met the Barnishlam, but he met his girlfriend. Why shouldn't he like his girlfriend instead of the Barnishlam? Never met the Barnishlam. And when a person learns Torah Ba'imik in depth, then he meets the Barnishlam. And then you could have a Taiva for Hashem. You can't have a Taiva for something that you never met. And if you never, if you have no, if you never met the Barnishlam, how can you have a Taiva? So then the guy sends out some booklet, the latest booklet about what you're doing wrong. All these booklets, all these silly, these silly, uh, I mean, they're all wonderful people that are doing it, nice Jews and everything like that, and, uh, you know, I'm not, nothing against them. Chasasham, they're, they're all good people. But it's silly. You look at it silly. It doesn't. What does it do? What does it help? <coughs> this 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 type of a of a Yiddish guy is the same. This is the same Yiddish guy that produces the music that's so stupid and so silly and so empty and, and there's bopping around the, the Jewish music that's so shallow. And, and how come that doesn't inspire them the music? Not only does the music not inspire them, they, they, they could they could listen to that music and have it on in the car and they could be talking lashon hara b'shasmaisa. But by by a real ligin from Rabbi you can't talk lashon hara in a ligin. How can you talk during the hip hop of uh, of all these uh, of, of all the of all these other concerts? You could you could do the most prost virus because the music is prost music. It's Gaisha music. It's not real. So then they, they and they're pumping out this stuff a new a new a new CD every week of what a new CD of all this of all this trash every single week. Another CD comes out. Another CD of what of the Jewish hip hop. A new CD every week. Something else. And the person doesn't understand. I don't know. I, I, I listen. I listen to every CD, and I'm and I'm, and I'm still not a tzaddik. I can't figure it out. It doesn't help me. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not getting any closer to Hashem. It's a pillow. Because who? Because where did that music come from? To, where did it come from? Where did it come from? Did it come from somebody who was connected to the Sherish? Again, I'm not saying they're bad people. They should live and be well. They're, they're good people, and I, and, I, and I hope they mean well. I don't know. But is it, where does it come from? Does that song come from the Nafshechaim? Does it come from Atanya? Or, or, or does it come from Gilligan's Island? <laughs> now where does this song come from? Gilligan's Island is not dead in Gilligan's Island. Where does it come from? Where does that song come from? Did that come from you in the Shama? There was a year, there was a, there was a person who wrote songs and it made, it made, this is a nice from around 18 years ago, it made such, I couldn't, I was, I, when I heard the, when I heard this song, I was, I was so unbelievably moved by it. That I found out where he was, and I called him up, and I, and I and I said to him, I want you, I want to thank you. I want you to know that when I heard this song, I cried. So he told me that when I when I composed this song, I cried. When I composed this song, I cried. Look at the stuff and the look at the stuff. Go to Judaica Plus and look at all the stuff there. With you put the headphones on and press all the buttons, and you could you could bop along <laughs> to the music. Who cried when they wrote any of those Nagunim? Uh, who cried? When they wrote this number, they made up. They didn't make them up anyway. It's all stunned, big ganjit from all the from the lowest Gaisha music. Did they cry? Did they cry? Was there a tear? Maybe. I don't know. You know, I don't. I don't to say bad about Yidden Khalil. Maybe they did. Maybe I don't know. But how come that music is not lifting people up to a higher place? Because it doesn't come from a higher place. How can it lift you up to some place where it doesn't come from? It doesn't come from that place. So how's it supposed to take you to somewhere where it has no shaykes to? It has no shaykes to a higher place. So how could it take you there? An emesdik anigin, an emesdik anigin that comes from a high place, even it could take the lowest person to a high place. A nigin, it could take the lowest person to a high place. But if a nigin comes from a low place, then how can it take you anywhere except to a low place? And therefore, and therefore, everybody could be hip hopping and jumping around to these nagunim, and it wouldn't, it's not so at all that a person, should, that any low thing, any Irish guy, they'll, they'll use this background music. You know, you can have it as background music. You walk in, they're, they're, they're playing it, and they can call it, uh, you know, uh, Hasidic music. What kind of Hasidic music? That's Hasidic music. They, every single, every single one, they like the Hasidic song festival that they, that they had in Eretz so That was Hasidic. And this Hasidic music, they call it, they call this Hasidic music. Without Hasidim, without Rebbe's, without Sadiqim, this Hasidic music. 
this is just the mass production, the mass production of, of music that appeals to the lowest, lowest um, tumma inside of a person. And it's all in the lavush. It's all in the lavush. And that's why they, so they could put on, they could dress up, the, like, like they would dress up those kids. I once saw, I made a mistake that when I was in the mountains like 22 years ago, so my wife and I, it was one of those, you know, like a 95 degree nights, and, and my wife said, maybe we should go somewhere. I said, all right, we'll go. So there was a Jewish thing. So he went to this bungalow colony and they dressed up these little boys in outfits with bow ties and sequined things like, like, like Elvis Presley. And these little kids are thrown around the mic like this, singing songs from Sukkot. It's not a girl nervous. How can you not vomit? Kaidem calls it the abuse of children. My, my, it's a misuse of Jewish children. And, and, and of Nigunim, of Nigunim, of Kedusha, of Taira, of Navi, of Pesukim, of But who, who's, who are you going to talk to about it? What are you going to talk? What are you going to say? There's nothing to talk about this because, and and then everybody says, how come they're not inspired? They're looking for inspiration. Looking for inspiration. You have to look in. Has to go the shirish. Inspiration comes from the shirish. That's where inspiration comes from. Hashem's brother should help us that we should hear good things and see good things and we should be zayich to do tshuva.